You're listening to the Play, Teach, Talk podcast. I'm Tiffany Thompson, a speech pathologist with over 20 years of expertise in working with children under three years of age and their families to help them understand language and communicate more effectively. My specialty is in working with emerging communicators with few or no true words to reduce their frustration, help them interact and play with their peers and family, and learn to truly enjoy the back and forth of functional communication throughout their daily routines. This podcast is not intended to diagnose speech-language disorders, but is more of a general set of suggestions for children who are experiencing delays in their language skills. For recommendations or therapy specific to your child's needs, consultation or evaluation with a licensed speech-language pathologist in your city is highly suggested. This is Season 5, Episode 3 of the Play, Teach, Talk podcast. Mrs. Rachel is great, and Miss Rachel has blown up all over YouTube, and I know so many kids that I see who watch Miss Rachel, and I think there are a lot of really good things about the Miss Rachel YouTube videos. And then I think there's also some cautions that you need to take, especially if you're dealing with a child that you believe may have some language delays. I'm going to do a little brief bio about Miss Rachel, and then I'm going to go into the things that these videos don't tend to do that are going to support language after we talk a little bit about that. So uh, I think Miss Rachel is awesome. She's got a music education degree and was also a preschool teacher. She was a preschool music teacher. She's also currently, I think this is great, this year she's currently pursuing her early childhood education master's degree, which I think will only make her videos of better and better quality. And her husband is a Broadway director and composer. I mean, what a great combination. If you've got someone that as, is as personable and animated and like sweet as Miss Rachel is, and she has someone in her life, she has a husband who's making music with her, uh, I can totally see so many new nursery rhymes being every kid's favorite. So I wouldn't be surprised if there's going to be a whole lot of new nursery rhymes from her to come. Miss Rachel also had a son who ha has a son who has a language delay, and she had a speech pathologist that was working with him, and she got the idea for the YouTube channel based on a class that was an in-person class that she was teaching and then decided to put on YouTube from the things that she learned from the speech pathologist that was working with her son. So I think that's really neat that there's a personal element to Miss Rachel's story and that she has the experience of a parent who's had to work through these strategies with their son too. And one of the things I found in doing the research for this podcast is that she also has a speech pathologist who's consulting with her on these videos. So if you want a thumbs up recommendation for any sort of screen time from me, she's going to get it. The things that are so great about Miss Rachel's videos are um, she does use those kind of brightly colored backgrounds and some animation that keeps kids interested. And I love that she does use real life people. That's so important. I think our kids get really used to seeing cartoony people with exaggerated faces and that don't look like people that they're going to see in real life. And if they do tend to like 
things on TV, if we can get them looking more at real faces and real animation and real people's body movement, that is always going to be a positive. So that's another wonderful thing about Miss Rachel. Miss Rachel uses the animated facial expressions and voice that kids really need and that help them attend two faces and two speech. So that is another wonderful thing that Miss Rachel does. And another thing I love that she does is that she does pause as though she's waiting for the child to respond with that expectant facial expression. Those are all wonderful things. Another thing that I really like, I had only just started watching her videos a little while ago, and I like that she actually puts in the corner of her videos when she's demonstrating a skill for these kids when we expect those skills to emerge for kids. So again, that's beautiful. I love that she is helping to educate parents about when we should expect kids to be doing some of these skills she's teaching. So all of those things are wonderful, wonderful aspects of her videos that she uses. However, this is one of those same things as when you buy an educational toy for a child. I think the magic of learning language with children is your input and your interaction with them. And so when I have parents that have kids that watch Miss Rachel videos and they say, well, they'll imitate the words for the video, but they won't do it in real life. Well, that's, that's part of the experience that they're getting when they're watching these videos. I'm going to go a little bit more into that too. Um, but that's, there is never ever going to be a substitute for a child to learn language that can be 2D, that can be something that you see on a screen. And Miss Rachel is great, but Miss Rachel should be part of the two hours or less of screen time that your child should be listening to or watching every day. And if you'll go back, I think it's in season three, I go over the new American Association of Pediatrics recommendations about how much screen time kids should get there's a lot of concerns about creating uh, difficulty tolerating boredom, difficulty with being frustrated quickly, impulsivity, um, lots of different ways that kids are having difficulty with tolerating things when they have increased amounts of screen time throughout their day. So Miss Rachel should be, if, if you like Miss Rachel and you feel like your child is doing well with, with exposure to that YouTube show, I think it's great, but I think that should only be part of the two hours max of screen time your child should be getting in a day. So that's one big recommendation. Another thing is that um, the any video that plays straight through lacks the back and forth that we have when we're trying to teach language with kids. So there's not really a chance for you to be scanning how your child is responding making adjustments and changes to what you're saying and how you're presenting things because Miss Rachel can't see your child. Miss Rachel's video is playing through and she can't see your child responding and how they do things differently based on what she says. And that what that lacks is the ability to kind of switch what you do or switch how you present things. And that's something that only a parent or a caregiver can do right there in the moment. Another thing is that it is two-dimensional. It's entertainment, yeah. It's something that a child is watching, and that's entertainment. And it's not about um, teaching kids how to get their needs met, how to ask for what they want. It is really just 
for learning the rhythmicity and the musicality and the flow and the fluency of speech. It's not about the fundamentals of learning things like asking for milk or asking for a snack if you want it. Uh, those kind of things we have to teach kids in back and forth play. Another thing about the video that I noticed, and I, I think, again, it's taking a really good speech a concept and then it's um, basically using it. But I think it's, again, one of those things where it may work for some kids, but it might not work for others. And that's that she does an expectant pause as though she's kind of prompting and waiting for the kids to fill in the blank. And again, that is a technique that we use in speech and it's probably in one of my earlier podcasts. What it doesn't do, again, this is where your interaction with your child is the most important part of teaching language. The, the reward is going to come in the video, e even if the child doesn't say the word that she's pausing and waiting for the child to say. And with some kids, to get that child to imitate the word or say the word or anticipate the word, you actually have to make the pauses a little longer than the reward comes on the video. And again, that's a, that's a nitpicky thing, but it's, again, one of those things that emphasizes why working face-to-face -face with your child, sitting down and trying to teach your child language is the way to teach language and not in front of a screen. So I know I'm harping a lot on the screen thing, but um, I really do, I want, I want you to know how priceless your time with your child is, how important um, teaching language in a three-dimensional way where you can be responsive to your child is the gold star. And if you're going to use a screen, I think Miss Rachel is a wonderful, wonderful um, place to go. And I'm again, I'm sure we can anticipate more great stuff from her and her husband in the future, but I, the, ultimately you are your best child's teacher. Mm -hmm.